out. Welcome. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Awkward Kids Podcast. I am your host, Opery16, artist, songwriter, hip-hop blogger. Welcome to our first episode of 2020. This is where we combine everything in my crazy little life. Hip-hop, K-pop, mental health, whatever comes up in our conversations. I hope you all had a great um, great new year. hope you all have been enjoying the first half of January. I know I've been taking it easy. haven't been um, on the grind too much lately. And I guess that's just for me. It's because recently I have begun to explore my love life again. And... Um, my love life is probably the basis of my music. It's, it's the basis of everything that I talk about be, because so many experiences that I had in Alaska and, and, um, post Alaska have been because of my love life. So I try to tell those stories in creative ways and, and tell those experiences in different ways. And as we move forward, um, I really like how the dream is coming together I forgot what I was talking about, but yeah, so because the dream is coming to get together very, very nicely. However, sometimes I also get just very tired of always being on the grind and very tired of always um, making music and not having time to do other things for, for myself. So I made a little time to kind of just, you know, chill out. Um, still got new records working all of, obviously all the time. I, I never stop completely making music. I'm always focused on it and and marketing like 24 7 but also like making sure i have time to be an uncle and a brother and um and you know a potential boyfriend so those are all things that i i i have to balance outside of just being operator 16 so yes hope you're having a good new year new music will be out in 14 well 13 days now excuse me on a roll um written by me of course co-written by my engineer john C, um, produced by John C. And that's probably like the first record that I'm 100% proud of. Like I, I have listened to that song so much. I listen to it all in, like in my daily rotation now of songs and it's not even out yet. And that's how I know that I truly do love a record. If I can take a record of my own and add it to, to, to my normal daily ro- rotation of songs I would listen to and regardless if it's my music or not, that's how I know that it's a record that I'm 100% proud of. So I hope you all love this record. It's very different from everything I've, I've done up until this point. But it is more of a direction that I would like to be in long term, especially in 2020 as we move into a more, I wouldn't say marketable sound, just, just more of a little more mainstream sound than kind of the grimier hip-hop stuff I was trying to do, just putting myself in a better long-term po- position to make music and be able to be in this industry for a long time because I did have a great you know first year with you know doing the 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 amount of streams and things that we did and also I would just like to continue that never slow down but also enjoy my life because right now it's like it's comeback season in k-pop if you all know I'm a huge BTS fan I I love BTS because without them I don't think I would ever have had the, the confidence to really start making music in the capacity that I am now and really pushing to do what I want to and not stopping or, you know, or only, you know, creating in ways that's proven to work. You know, I'm taking risks. I'm doing what I want to do. And a lot of that came because BTS was in my life. 
So, you know, comeback season is, is here. And basically that just means, you know, Chase is out here spending money on things that I probably shouldn't be spending money on. <laughs> like I just, uh, I pre-ordered their, their new album and this is just, uh, tells you how popular they are. Their new album, I believe on a Korean, um, well, I, I, I don't know if the website is Korean, but I know it's based in Asia. For um for 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 K-pop music, it's called K-Town for You. I know just on that one site, it's already done about a hundred thousand orders, and I know it's probably done um a lot on Amazon and Target. So it's it's very interesting to see the direction that they move in, because if if you do not know, they are seven um, singers and rappers from South Korea who are currently known as like the the biggest boy band in the world. And I've always been into boy bands. I've always been into um, like the NSYNCs and the Backstreet Boys and, and um, some other ones that I won't name because it's going to show my age and no one needs to know that. But it's, 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 it's a type of music that I've always been into regardless of what my age was. So super excited for the next comeback. Already got my album pre- pre-ordered. Uh, doesn't even come out until February 21st and won't be at my house until probably about a week after that. But it does not matter because I'm excited for new albums, new music. That's my new thing going into 2020 is making sure I buy more physical albums and vinyls of the artists that I really like. Like like this week, I, like I said, I purchased, I, pre, I pre-ordered the BTS um, Map of the Soul 7 comeback. And I also... Um, purchased my second vinyl record uh should be in my house about a week i started collecting vinyl records last year but i stopped in fact i only like copped one uh it's an artist by tate named tate tucker who i just have been in love with for the past couple years and hope uh hope tate bounces back from like a what what i consider a a a rough 2019 for for him let me say that but um he put out like his debut like ep last year and 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 the vinyl was like super dope the cover art was was dope so i bought it just to say that i had it and that's my new thing so i got a new bts uh, album coming new um new new vinyl coming um i just bought um prince's uh purple rain uh single vinyl so i figured out that was a pretty good one to have for the um arsenal but anyway it's enough about me before we get into the hip-hop news Y'all know what we got to say. You know what I got to say. Mental health is wealth. So please always take care of yourself. Never be ashamed to say you need to take care of yourself. Remember, saying that you are struggling is not saying that you have lost. It is saying that it is saying that I need help. All right? And if you can believe anyone, you can believe a suicide survivor, which I am. Start with the news, people. I'm not into Greek culture. I'm not a person that subscribes to that life. So I, so I wouldn't know. But watching the capitalists get mad at um at at, at Boosie for, for 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 wearing one of their shirts was hilarious because I get it like my sisters in the Greek life, my parents are in the Greek life. I'm just the oddball in my family who necessarily didn't really go to college and was never into that kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care, but I do understand 
how how like seriously they 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 take it how much you you can't be out here repping colors that you didn't you know pledge for so when i saw him wear it before the scandal like even took off i knew that some people were going to say you know however they felt but to see the amount of people that that had a problem with it to me was just insane because if we're being 1000% honest um y'all the kappas use wipe me down a boosie song to do their 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 stroll to it's like it's 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 very well known that that they do the stroll to a little boosie song so while he might have been wrong for wearing something that he didn't they shouldn't have one we we need to give people the credit once again and and this society for for being ignorant because ignorant me i the term ignorant i or, or or ignorance i believe gets a bad rep as people think that it's a bad thing no it, it just means lack of knowledge so you can be ignorant to the fact that you don't know that if you didn't you know pledge that you shouldn't rock that but at the same time if if y'all are using my song i should be able to if you ask me once again what the fuck do i know but it was cool to see boosie like make like poke fun at himself get on live you know i'm handled that well he really like took it and handled it in the best possible way. And I would love to see Little Boosie do the uh, Kappa Stroll. Because that's just some funny shit. If you don't think. If you don't think. Watching Boosie high ass. From from Louisiana do that shit. Way, way, way. With his damn near 40 year old ankles and shoulders. Hilarious. And uh, it's actually funny because I was scrolling through Twitter and um, the first meme, like I was scrolling through Twitter and, and I saw it was trending. And whenever hip hop topics are trending on, on Twitter, I always, always go and check it out, go and listen to it, or like go, not listen to it necessarily, but go and look at the memes and what the community says just because Twitter is a gold mine for laughs. And the first meme I see is Roy from the Joe Budden podcast, which was hilarious because I forgot Roy was a Kappa because, you know, you just don't think of Roy, I, I, I guess, in that typical, like, Kappa attitude from, the, from like, the Kappas that I've met in my life. But that was funny because that leads me to my next topic. Boop, 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 Segway! The, um... The real, the you know, daytime talk show, who's which is you know centered for women and and women in a certain age group and mindset for us, you know specifically, had an issue with um, Joe Budden for understanding how Kevin Hart could cheat, and this is why I say people need to like go back to being understanding in 2020. If you listen to the episode of the Joe Budden podcast that the real sat there and had such an issue about. Um, when discussing the topic of Kevin Hart's cheating, you know, that Kevin Hart himself discussed recently in his, um, new Netflix show or documentary or whatever, I just, I just got back on Netflix, um, like two nights, two days ago. So I haven't even, I have so much stuff I have to watch, but I hadn't even watched that. So I, so I can't give you my opinion on that, but, but I know what the content was 
And Joe was reacting to the fact that he can understand that if you are a man that works, excuse me, a man that works as hard as Kevin Hart does, a man that that has as much going on as Kevin Hart does, and you're trying to take a trip to Vegas and none of your friends are there and you're drunk by yourself, some shit may happen. That's not condoning it. That's not saying that, that I approve of it. That's me saying, oh, I could totally see how you got there. Somehow, in you know, people's minds, they, some people's minds, they believe that's like condoning shit. And I just like how they handled it in their response today because it, it's not about being a, a man or a woman thing. It's not about, you know, a battle of the sexes. It's just about being understanding of, of what someone goes through. And like Roy said today on the podcast, what you cannot do is pick and choose when you want to be understanding of, of things. And when you don't want to be understanding of things, because what you choose to, to, to not be understanding of doesn't fit into the mode of the things that you, you know, believe you should be standing for. And that's my issue with, with people and more specifically some ladies who think that just be, because we as, you know, men or, uh, or, you know, people with penises, as I say, can 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 understand how other people with penises end up, you know, cheating. Ladies think that we're condoning other men cheating. No, it's just like I I'm a dude, like I'm a nigga. I I I know how you get there, so it's it it's okay. I never cheated on nobody, but that don't mean that in the past when I was you know younger and trying to figure shit out that I wasn't tempted on it, especially when when I definitely had some. Um, people who were definitely like th- throwing it at me, especially when I was living in Alaska, and you know, and me and my lady weren't always going going on the best terms. I definitely had 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 some people throwing some shit at my way, and so I get it. Like, why can't we just like why can't we just be okay with with understanding people? It's fucking ridiculous. My lemonade I'm parched. But enough about Joe Budden and that Joe Budden podcast. I want to talk about something that really motherfucking interests me because I'm a a um, a you know a a K-pop stand, and and this happens all the time in our um, community. Justin Bieber um, is threatened by Roddy Rich, and if you don't know, Roddy Rich is like hip hop's new golden child. Um, he's got number one song in the country right now. Number one album in the country, like Roddy Rich is like the shit right now. Well, Justin Bieber just is in the middle of having his his you know his his comeback single and album and tour. That's all. You know, the single came, the album and tour are, are coming soon. And basically, Justin, you know, is used to being is used to automatically having that number one song, you know, owning the billboards with his records. But it's been a minute. And pop music doesn't automatically go number one the way it used to. Like hip hop really is popular music now. That that Justin Bieber sound isn't as mainstream to the point of being automatically number one record like it was maybe three or four years ago. And that's okay. Like we can be at that point in music and in culture where hip hop is is okay to beat out a mainstream pop artists for a number one record in the country that is like that is fine i believe that is good for for the culture 
But what people like Justin Bieber cannot do is act like you are a big fucking baby because you motherfucking have to, you know, settle for a number two spot on 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 on, on the Billboard Hot 100. Look, guys, every artist has has stands. Those stands share that same information that Justin Bieber posted and deleted. What you don't, if you don't know, he posted it and deleted um, information on on how to say successfully drive up and and artists' streams as like high as possible, like the the little ins and outs of streaming to really boost the the numbers as high as possible. And while yes, it comes off as desperate and it comes off as you know incredibly like self-serving understand like every artist does this just not in the context that justin did it yes justin posted something and he's been like begging on social media for the last week to like really get his number one record but we all have to do that we all have to post twenty-five thousand times a day when records come out we we all have to tell people how to stream and save and 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 do shit and maybe we don't all strive for number ones like Justin does so and so, and so we don't make like this microwave content that that yummy record is. I you know, I liked it for like a day but then I was like, yes, it's really like microwave content. And so I unadded it from my music library. But maybe we don't all make that type of microwave content so we don't have as great of a chance of of making it a a number one record, but we all want that number one record. We all want to have that same thing and the only issue is that you know, Justin had a momentary lapse of judgment and tweeted something that makes him look incredibly desperate. Outside of that, like, yeah, it's a nasty energy, but let's not act like there aren't 25,000 other artists that do the same thing in silence. They go and take their fan account, all the things that they need to 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 be, be successful. Don't let me be clear. 90 points, like 95% of artists on Instagram follow their biggest stand accounts or on Twitter. Most artists follow their, their biggest stand accounts and they know the people behind those accounts very, very closely. That's all Justin Bieber was doing. Like period. However, I believe Roddy Rich had the greatest response to it. He didn't say nothing. He just said, Hey, Go stream Yummy by Justin Bieber. Like, you know, like, you don't have to hate on no, nobody's industry. Like, you don't have to not spread spread love. You could really be in this industry and do what you want to do w- without begging for number one records. Also, if if you want my opinion, does, does a motherfucker like, like Justin Bieber really need number one records? Like, do you really? Do you really need a number one record? Like you have a a whole discography that that is amazing. Journals is one of the best buyers of work if you ask me in the last like fifteen years, like for like what it is and 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 and, and that kind of music. I, I I believe it's it's a very underrated album in the discography of Justin Bieber. I don't know why you're trying to make sure you get number one with, 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 with this microwave bullshit. Who cares, bro? Like, keep it pushing. You're you're going to have it. 
you're going to have a number one record. You're 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 going to sell out your your tour. At some point, these artists have to know that having that wonderful title of a number one single in America does not mean as much as I'm as used to because so much music comes out every single day. I, I think literally five thousand songs are uploaded to, to streaming platforms every single day. Every single day. Over 5,000 songs are released. You see what I'm saying? Like, who can keep up with all of that? Who in their right mind can keep up with all of that? Nobody can. It's not possible. It's simply not possible. And the last thing I want to talk about is this new record from Drake and Feature. Now... I'm not a big Drake and Future fan. I would never sit here and say that I am. Um, and maybe I listened to this record too quickly when I was, you know, doing whatever at one o'clock in the morning when I finally realized it was out. And like only listened to it like twice when I was half asleep and didn't really like it. But I had to go back and listen to it more and and more, it's a really good record. Like, 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 that's a really good record. Regardless of if it's my favorite Drake and Future sound, because I, I don't think for me personally, it's a song for me. That, like, I don't see myself going back and playing that song more than two or three times. But just because it's not for me doesn't mean that that's not a really good record. And that's why I love when those two are very much able to sit down and kind of chill out and make great music together. I think there's so much to still be said about making music with a, another person physically there rather than just, you know, sending them the uh stems or and, and then they just like layer it on there and uh and, and like bounce it down and send it back. There 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 there's something to be said about sitting there in, in the studio with, with that person as the creation happens. And that's what you can hear in this this music and and if we're getting a, a second album from these two I'll be right there because it's the first one was, was amazing um hopefully my album doesn't come out around the same time because you know as Drake says in this song you know niggas move around my release date and unfortunately we do like you know as someone who's you know in this industry now and you know and is I say, as someone who you could pull out your 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 phone, Google right now, and his and he would come up. I would say that you understand that shit in this industry changes when 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 Drake's dropping. You you tend to move a little differently. And for Future, um, you know, it's just I think Future saved the record honestly because the first half, Drake's half, I wasn't um in love with with Drake's verse the first time i i heard it but futures verse was the one i was like wow like you know i love when future gets in that bag i love when when future starts to wrap his ass off um because i've been listening to future probably since like 2013 um and, and i've known about future since about 2000 like almost a decade now i've known about future for for a while now probably i probably discovered future like Either my senior year of high school or my first year in college. I know it's one of two. In fact, I think it's my first year in college. I, I, I actually. So yeah, kids, 
that's our episode this week. That is our awkwardness. Thank you for watching the the comeback episode or listening, excuse me. Um, I think going forward, we're going to make this every two weeks just because of my schedule and how I want to do this this podcast from going forward. But thank you, thank you, thank you all for, for being here. Thank you all for listening. See you all soon. Peace.